Welcome to the platform. The platform is Platform Magazine's podcast based out of NC State University. We want to introduce a platform for students and artists to voice their opinions on current issues related to fashion, beauty, culture, lifestyle, and much more. We are a platform for creatives by creatives. Welcome to the platform. My name is Annabelle and I'll be your host. Today, I'm joined by Jordy and Jake from Corwin Official. It's amazing to be here. Yes, thank you for having us. So tell me a little bit about what Core One Official is and how you guys got started with this brand. Okay, so I guess I'll go. Um, Core One Official is basically our like brand that we run. Um, we consider it sort of an art label. Um, so it's like basically a name or something that we put over all types of stuff that we create. Um, and that ranges from like fashion, photography, videography. Um, we do music too. And like the goal is to just do like a bunch of stuff. So like eventually podcast, doing movies, doing like Broadway shows, that would be cool, like esports. Um, but that's basically what it is, and that's the goal, is to just like create all sorts of stuff and then have it under one umbrella. So what I'm most familiar with is the Core One clothing brand. So could you let the listeners know a little bit about what this clothing brand is and what inspired you guys to create this? Yeah, sure. So like in, like I think it was 2017, um, we were in high school and I was like, I just want to make some hoodies, dude. And Jake was like, that sounds cool. And yeah. we basically like got a group together and we're like, all right, let's make some hoodies. And so we got like a, lo- a logo built and like I'm, I made the logo and we got, we got it all figured out. We got someone to print for us and basically just made some hoodies and people really liked them and they got them. And then that basically just spiraled into what we do now, which is now we have like, like pretty consistent drops, I would say. like at least two or three times a year, um, but we definitely want to do more than that. But that's basically how it started. It was like we just, I just wanted to do stuff, and he was like, all right, let's do it. So, so why why Core One? Okay, Where yeah, does so, this name come from? <laughs> so there's actually a funny story to this. Um, it was actually, I, I wasn't around at the time. I actually, I moved out here pretty late, um, um, like from California. So then I came out here, and Jordan already had the name made, but the, the story is that they were trying to make a movie, um, like a short film, um, and they had to put the they had to make the script. So then the script was gonna go into a folder, and the only folder that Jordan had was a Manila folder. And uh, I was sitting in his closet, and he started erasing um, everything off the Manila folder. Like there was words in the front, like just random oh random words. And the last two words that were left were core one. And you guys were like, "That's fine." Uh, yeah, I was you like, like this, it. "This is the name." Exactly. And you guys just rolled with it. So, what is y'all's aesthetic inspiration, and how would you describe your brand to listeners who m- might not be familiar with you guys? Oh, dude, like, I don't even. I uh, uh, man, like streetwear. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's mostly just like if I want to make something, I just like make it, and if if they like it, or if it like matches the sort of like vision that we all have together for the brand, then we sort of do it. But, like, if I were to describe it to someone else, it would definitely be more, like... like I, feel, I feel like our aesthetic, like, fits a story. Like, it's not just, like, we just put it out there. Like, we have a story behind it. Like, there's inspiration. Like, yeah. Like, for our recent drop, the Psycho Drop, um, it's kind of like, it was around October, Halloween. Like, we kind of wanted to go, you know, kind of wanted, like, a like a crazy mindset. Um, kind of, like, all like, over the place. Like, chaos, yeah, like, demonic chaos, stuff that's, yeah. like... And, like, we came up with that design, like, that design process, and then we came up with our design out of that. So, yeah, that was kind of how... Like, the original idea was was our friend Rob, um, who also does Coral with us, um, like, 
last year he was thinking we could do we could do like a like a two face like part one part two or like contrasting sort of black and white type thing and one of them will be psycho and the other one will be lucid because like psycho being this chaotic like you know just mess and then lucid being very in control and like chill and so you could have like these two like contrasting ideas and then you know one drop could be psycho and the other one, uh, um the other drop could be lucid and so we're like that sounds amazing and so around halloween which is that time right now um we decided to push forward with like uh, psycho uh-huh. and then now we're gonna go with lucid pretty soon oh nice so, so you guys kind of like work around different themes and yeah. try to make it work that way yeah yeah like i mean our first year doing it we had like the first like core one um it was called the one which is basically just like like a simple hoodie with the logo on it and then like the hand symbol that we made um, and then around Halloween, we had what was called Gore One, which is oh, like... Oh, I see. Yeah, it's like a Play Halloween. on the words. Yeah, like bloody, like yeah. you know, whatever. And then every year, we did a Gore One drop with like a oh, different okay. kind of thing. So yeah. our last year, uh, we had we had Gore One on the back as well with a cool little design. We had three different designs. Um, we had like a Jack Lennon on the front for one. We had yeah. like mm-hmm. skeleton skateboarders all around on another one. Like... It was just, um, like, we did a Gore One drop every year for, like, Halloween. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so. so we're all NC State students. Jordy and I are in graphic design together, yeah. so we have that experience. What are you studying, Jake? So, I actually, I go to ECU. But, uh-huh. um, so, I'm an online student, um, and I'm studying business administration. Okay, great. So, that's kind of why I kind of, like, run the business side of things yeah. in Gore One. It's like, Jordan does a lot of the designing and the inspiration and, right. like the, you know, yeah. the videos, the editing, that kind of stuff. But I'm kind of, like, more on, like, the... Uh, the networking side uh-huh. of things so which works great. out great because yeah. like i i love being able to focus on the stuff that i want to make and like actually you know do the content side of the business where he can actually do the business business stuff and i can just yeah. like focus on my own thing because that's what jake does is he like business he runs businesses mm-hmm. he has like a couple businesses that he runs so i let him do all that kind of stuff because so you know would you say your background in graphic design at nc state has helped foster some of your brand development how would you say the interplay between graphic design as a student goes with being a small business owner? How would I say this? It does. Basically, it does. Like, everything that I learn in the school design affects, like, everything I do um, because it's such, like, an overarching, like, you know, thing, design, right? It's such, like, a, you know, broad term. Graphic design specifically does help with, like, how I can think of, you know, people taking in the design or how they would use it or how they would... Um, experience it I guess uh-huh. um, but definitely like the the whole like everything should have a purpose like the things that you do like change the way people view things and if you do this and someone will view it like that yeah. this has this effect on someone this color is going to tell you this this type of stuff is like with everything yeah exactly the, the human centered approach as they right. as they call it in right. the um, college of design exactly yeah but, I mean, as far as, like, the graphic design itself, like, the the Photoshop stuff and, like, how you learn to do certain things, I wouldn't say is too much it's from school yeah. as much as, like, tutorials on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, graphic design, um, NC State is, like, very theory-based and, like, just learning about design in general, not, like, the actual techniques. Yeah, the techniques in terms of, like, the software. Right. And, like, knowing, like, how to aesthetically present your information in a brand like Core One, I guess. Right, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of your inspiration is derived from 
your experiences before becoming a graphic design student? Like, how long have you been doing this? Oh, dude. I don't even, like, what is, the, the inspiration for it is either just, like, my thoughts or just, like, something that I see or, like, some t- some type of like mood I have or I don't know Jordan Jordan <laughs> know. just like comes up with random stuff during the day and he's like oh that'd be cool and then it's like then like you have 50 things that he says over the week that's like oh that'd be cool and then he picks 10 of those and yeah. you know explores those a little bit more and then he's yeah. like okay five of these let's, you know uh, let's make this happen and mm-hmm. then you know we finalize on something and it's like it's just like random stuff at the day it could be like a Instagram posts that we see yeah. from, yeah. you know, like um, Sam Colder or like Ilgander or something like that. Like, right. Just like um, that are like in the similar like, you know, video aesthetic mm-hmm. or that kind of stuff. So how do you balance being a small business owner and a full-time college student? <laughs> it's tough, dude. Yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> it's um, real tough. Like, especially nowadays with what like our new stuff that we got going on. It's like really difficult. I'll let you talk about what yeah, we're doing so, now, but like so, it's, it's not. So right easy. now, like recently, um, Pat, the past like three to four weeks, like about four weeks ago, um, we had uh, a, a fraternity reach out to us and ask us to make a video for them for the NC State tailgate. Um, oh. So the Clemson game. For the Clemson game. So then we made that video um, for them. Uh, they ended up not posting it, but it did get. We posted it and it actually got us a lot of recognition really? within the DJs. That, that is such that a perform. funny connection. Right. Like, you wouldn't have expected right. it to end no, up, like, like yeah. getting attention yeah. from the DJs. But exactly. what does that led you guys to? So then Halloween uh, weekend, we had, I think we had, like, five or six parties. Uh, we filmed Project X in Wilmington. Then we filmed the NC State Tailgate on Halloween weekend. Then we filmed another party. And then we filmed at UNC uh, for, two, for two separate DJs on actual Halloween um, then we had to edit all those videos yeah. within a week. So, so what? Yeah. That's insane. So, yeah. so what tough. is the direction when filming a party? Like, what kind of message are you trying to con- communicate through that kind of like production? Dude, I feel like that's very specific. Exactly. No, it's it's tough to like balance that with um, like our brand image because like you know we have our client work that we do for people, and then we also have like our own like random we do so like lining those up is not always the easiest so sometimes our client work yeah. we don't really take too much into like the core one route we just do yeah like video it's production. like a freelance kind right. of like side gig yeah, yeah. but i mean if, if the person's cool enough or like if if they're it, it honestly just has to do with like the person like yeah. like who we're working with because if if their like vision of what you know what they want to do or if they're just a cool enough person or if they like what we do then like it's a really easy connection for us to just work with each other and then we can sort of make a combination of core one and what they're doing. But if they just want something done and they're paying us to do it for them, it's like they don't really like want as much core one to yeah. do with it, then it's like, okay, we'll just do it for them. Uh-huh. And were these parties like intertwined with the core one official brand or were they separate? I mean they so like they weren't like they weren't like core one parties. Like they yeah. like, you know what I mean? But like I guess like I don't know if we like necessarily um, like our aesthetic doesn't really tie into like parties and all that, yeah. all that kind of yeah. stuff. Like especially frat parties. Um, yeah, definitely. Not, not, not really is what that's not really our aesthetic. But, um, <laughs> but we'll do them. But it's we'll do them. You know what I mean? So like it's a it's a form of income for us. So um, yeah. it does help with like expanding our the, our brand and what we actually want to do. Um, so like, how do you go about filming 
in this kind of event do you use drones like what is like the yeah everything what's so, the method here so I'm, I'm actually a certified drone pilot um, wow with the FAA. okay so, yeah, that's so, cool so, yeah. so yeah i have i flew a drone at the tailgate at the nc state tailgate um for uh, a dj called matt merle um i love that the djs are the clients for this right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's funny yeah. they like need yeah. their hype videos no, i know it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so um and it's a very it's a it, like the dj field um, and that kind of stuff is very like unsaturated, like it's not saturated at all with like videographers and photographers trying to like gather content for them. So it's yeah. actually, so that's why it's been really easy for us yeah. to kind of get into that field and kind of. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty niche. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like frat parties and DJs, like there's such a separated like, yeah. thing, you know what I mean? And then when they combine together, everyone loves it, but no one's like tapped into it too much in that industry, yeah. like, you know, so. Do you feel like in creating the, that kind of content, there's like an artistic vision that goes behind it? Or is it more just like trying to capture like the essence of the feeling of that event? It's definitely, so okay, so the, the like vision comes from the edit, mm-hmm. which like you, you can like look at any like popular, not popular, but like critically acclaimed YouTuber or like someone who like makes, you know, pretty good content would tell you the same thing that the story is made in the edit yeah but as far as like at the party i'm gonna keep talking about the the gear we use because that actually plays a big part in it so we have um the drone that he does and he also rocks a dslr with me so we okay. go around and we like film stuff but like as far as while we're filming and like the the direction we're going um there's a pretty like standard way to like go about capturing what happens yeah. because you don't want to like get in people's faces and make them like, oh, there's a camera in your face. And they're like, oh. Yeah. But you can tell when someone wants to be on camera. So you got to be ready to just like start recording anything. And then there's obviously like the stage shots. Like when you're on stage and people are getting late, you're up there and you're like recording the crowd and stuff. Yeah. There's probably so many hours of footage. Is it like difficult to go through and like find like (laughs) what specific pieces you want to highlight? I don't edit, but I have suffered the wrath of Jordan's mental instability from (laughs) from his editing. um, His editing. um. Yeah, it's tough. It's real tough. Like yeah, after a party, we we'd come back and have probably like two or three hours of footage from like a five or six hour party. If it's like a four hour party, we'll probably have two hours of footage, and then I have to get the two hours of footage down to about like 30 minutes of good clips and then you have to compress it for like instagram right it's crazy how like much effort goes into something that's only appreciated for like five minutes or less of someone's life i always think about that as a designer like how do we as like artists and designers like put forth our work for other people and like feel comfortable in knowing that it's only going to be just a moment of their right. lives when it's such an important part exactly. of ours. Dude, that's like, it's like, just like food. Like you spend two hours cooking food and it's eaten in like 20, like not even 20 minutes, probably like 10 minutes. You just yeah. eat it alone. It's like all this preparation for this like quick thing and just like design. Like you spend yeah. probably weeks working on this thing and then at your crit, it's like 10 minutes. They're so like, okay, yep, this is cool. This is not right. All right, boom. And then you, you're done. And then you're done. Yeah. Or even like an actual audience, like scrolling on Instagram, they'll see your post, like it. And then scroll. And you're just like, yeah, exactly. I, spent two hours I feel on like that. part of it is because of just like the amount of content that is out there. It's like people take it so for granted, you know? Like oh, yeah. people want to be constantly entertained by like their Instagram feed or their TikTok or like Dude, whatever. Yeah. That yeah. it like really like 
it almost like makes the value of the art seem like it's going down even though it's not oh, yeah. within the for artist. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Did you want to say something? No. no I was going to say that like it's definitely nowadays that there's more people doing things. It seems like since it's such an easy to like enter like like pretty much not anyone can do it but like people can just do it nowadays. Yeah. So that sort of brings like the value down and sort of like, you know, someone sees that and like I I could have done that like I don't really care. Yeah. Whereas like back in the day someone's like, "Oh my god, like you can do that. That's like that's really cool." Yeah. You know? But nowadays like everyone has an amazing phone with uh-huh. an amazing camera that can take amazing photos. So like it definitely the, like relates you know. to the like technological accessibility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but as far as editing goes, like um, back to that, we spend probably around like two or three hours sifting through footage just to get mm-hmm. the clips, and then once we get the track from the DJ that they want the media, um, they want the video made to, it's probably about like two, three. Actually, it's probably the same amount of time sifting through footage as it is actually editing the video. Yeah. But like, so it's just like an insane amount of time, like yeah, all together. Yeah. What <laughs> advice would you give to college students or just people in general who are interested in starting a small business, but maybe don't have the courage to, don't know where to start, they're concerned people won't like it. Like, how do you overcome those hurdles and actually like make the leap into starting something like this? Um, I. I I can actually I can talk about this a little bit because I've started like many business adventures like uh-huh. I run I you know I help with Core One and then I also run my own mobile detailing business yeah so like um, it all really just starts like in your mind so like uh-huh. it's all based off of like your mindset and like if you really want to do it or not and like like you really just got to get up and do it you know mm-hmm. what I mean like it it's not gonna get done unless you try like, yeah right. you literally you literally will go nowhere if you don't ever try you can't you know get I mean? to Z. Unless you start A, B, C. Yeah. You, like, you have to do it. You have to start. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the this the start process is, like, it's very difficult to, like, get started. But, like, yeah. you just have to, like, keep your end goal in mind. And, like, if, like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to, you have to chase your end goal and, like, have, have like, have, like, small goals, um, like, in between um, your mm-hmm. end goal. Like, you have to have, like, medium goals. Um, yeah. Um, and, like, short-term goals and that kind of stuff and kind of, like, lay out those goals and, like and then just like progress through through your goal to like get to that. Mm-hmm. I definitely think mindset is like a huge part of this. Like knowing that like you are capable of yeah. like creating oh, yeah, something. Oh no. yeah, if you don't think you can do it, then you're not gonna do it. Like yeah, you have to you have to get yourself ready to be like I can actually do this. Like didn't mm-hmm. you learn all your editing on YouTube? Yeah, no, yeah. Like I I sat down. This is like as far as starting businesses and starting something that you want to do. I can probably talk about that too. Like if if you want to do something you can do it like yeah. it's, it's you know obviously you might not have a certain piece of tech or like a certain thing to do it but like if you do have it you know like what's stopping you from figuring it out and like mm-hmm. doing something you want to do so like yeah like I, I learned all my stuff from YouTube um, because I was just like I want to do this and so I figured it out I sat there yeah and like you know taught myself and learned and like if I had any questions with someone that I can ask questions to I asked them you know, and you, you can't be, like, afraid or, like, like sort of self-conscious about it. Because if, if you're, like, you know, there's this thing I want to do, but I don't really know if I want to do it. Like, figure out if you want to do it or not and, like, 
go in and like, do it. Yeah. yeah, like if somebody if somebody like is is like scared to talk to somebody that's like already like in in that like already doing that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like say somebody wanted to come to Jordan or come to me, um, like to talk about like how do I run a business or how do I start a business yeah. that kind of thing. I'm not going to be like, oh no, I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to be, I'm, you know, I'm going to be a mentor. You know, right? Like, exactly. Definitely. Like, like you shouldn't be as scared um, of somebody that like has has already done it. Like mm-hmm. they're they're going to want to. Most likely, most people are going to want to help you. Yeah, so, yeah definitely. Like it's it's because everyone started at some at their point. Exactly. You know, right? Everyone yeah. had their A B. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So what's like the goal for Core One? Where is the future of this brand oh, yeah. collective? Like I said, heading in the beginning, the, the goal would be you go to a movie theater and you watch a, a Oscar-nominated movie, <laughs> and it's a Core One production. You go, you listen to your favorite artist's album. It's a Core One production. It's released by Core One Official. You go to New York City. You go, and, yeah, yeah. You go to New York City and you have a Core One shop. Like, like in wow. Soho. So your dream is to do production for all types of media. Sure, mm-hmm. to have the Corwin label just like be sort of this, this overarching thing that a lot of stuff can exist. And like, like I said, like Corwin esports, Corwin Broadway shows, like Corwin podcasts, like all this stuff. Like Barstool is a good example of like a modern day art label, I would say, that's yeah. more sports related uh-huh. because they have all this stuff that they do and like, you know, all these people that they There's have There's so involved. much under that, like, that umbrella. Exactly, yeah. That yeah. they're able to do. So you guys are looking to expand your brand. You're oh, still, sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's sure. it's not like I'm actively taking steps to do that, but that is, like, the goal. And like Jake said about, yeah. like, having medium goals. Like, we have our goals that we have for this year, and then we have, like, you know, other goals that once we reach these, you know, we can reach and, and you know, reach for. But that's the end goal, is to mm-hmm. be just this this huge amazing thing um but right now we are we are and if it takes us there it takes us there if not then you know you've learned a lot in exactly. this experience and you've met a lot of people and had a lot of opportunities because of it so oh for sure i wouldn't say that anything is wasted no. if you don't end up becoming like the absolutely next big thing not. absolutely and like absolutely i not. say that for any like small business owner i'm not a small business owner personally but i can imagine like the effort and passion that goes behind like starting any type of personal project is worthwhile regardless of the outcome because yes. it's like the personal growth that yes. goes into that kind of like yes yeah project totally like like there's no regrets like no if i do something it doesn't work out like it doesn't work out i learn from it yeah. i'm not going to regret it because that's that's still time that i you know took towards self-growth and like you know i learned from it and i had a good experience and if i didn't have a good experience then i also learned from it and then you you grow from that. So it's Yeah, like, definitely. You know, and I, I try to make the most out of everything that's happening. Like if something doesn't go our way, the worst thing I could do is like beat myself down for it and like choose to have like a bad mentality mm-hmm. about it because that doesn't do anything. Like if anything, if something bad, I'm, I'm going to try my best not to let it bother me and like figure out how to get through it and like keep my head up and be like, all right, yeah. that's just how it goes. You know, let's do it. Let's, let's move on. Exactly. I love it. So thank you guys so much for joining me today on the platform. Course, I had a fun. wonderful yeah. time thank speaking you. with you both. Do you have any final thoughts that you would like to share with our listeners? Uh, we, you want to talk about the drop? Psycho Drop is out right now. <laughs> it dropped um, November 5th. Yep. You can go to www.coreoneofficial.com um, and check out all of our stuff. Uh, like Jake said, we did have a recent drop come out. Um, so if you're interested, you can check it out. If not, our core and our... our Instagram is Core One Official. Um, 
We have a lot of content on there, like the videos that we talked about, that kind of stuff. Um, So, yeah. All right. uh, Great. Thank you guys so much. Of course. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast on the platform. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and share it with a friend. If you want to follow us on our journey, follow us on our Instagram at platform underscore mag and check out our website at platformmag.net. Tune in for more next week.